0: I speak of the loyalty placed upon a noble crown
1: Hail Noir, and welcome to episode 10 of the new Outriders podcast I am your host Talalan, and with me as always are my intrepid co-hosts Roxanne and Lassarian. How are you guys doing?
0: Fantastic.
1: We're good. And with us for no reason is Grandy OJ. <laughs> How are you doing, OJ? I'm doing great. You're our first non-topical guest. How does it
0: feel?
2: <laughs> it feels great. <laughs>
1: That means that we're going to rely on you more than normal guests, you're going to have to pipe in more than normal.
2: I'll do my best.
1: Okay, then. Well, he's like a guest host, right? Yeah.
3: Sort
0: yeah. of.
1: I want to start by um, asking Lass about the roster application. We talked about it a bit last week, uh, more than a bit last week even. Yep. And you put the demo out this week, and um, everybody seems to love it. You've got lovely... Uh, decorations, I guess I would call them, for each, each And right. throughout nor's history, you've got um, medals for, you know, the various awards we've had throughout our history. Um, you know, what was, I mean, you mentioned at the beginning that you had the medals and the, the the decorations sort of on a lark, and they've sort of become, taken over the whole profile. How did that sort of grow? They um, they they did
3: start off as actually very, well, I mean, the initial, the first draft of the roster was, was very uh, was very dry, you know, I mean, it was just kind of a nuts and bolts kind of thing, you know, it was name ranking, it was a big long list, and you really couldn't do anything with it, you couldn't add it to it, you couldn't edit it, you couldn't, uh, and there's certainly nothing graphical about it, and then I <clears throat> got the idea of doing a, kind of like a, a shadow box, you know, if you've ever seen a... Uh, uh, somebody from the military have a, uh, uh, a decoration or a wall ornament that houses um, you know, their rank and, and what unit they were with and, and what branch of the service, of course, and then any medals they might have earned while they were in the service. And I thought that would be an interesting, because we award medals in the guild all the time, where we did. And uh, although I think we've gotten away from it in the last few years, although they do you know, kind of crop up here and there. But I, I thought it would be kind of nice if, that we could have a, a visual component to the to the roster, so that we could actually see these medals. But I had designed them to be very primitive and, and and very well small on the screen, at least. And the images that I created were extremely uh, rudimentary and, and not not terribly impressive. And and it was just sort of this almost like I said an, an afterthought. I thought, well, I'll just sort of throw it together and and see if it goes anywhere. And and uh, my wife actually had, was looking over my shoulder, asking me what I was doing. And she said, I, I had it all backwards. I should be making the information about the, the player as small as possible and making the awards as, as large as I could because she thought that people would really would really like seeing them and, and would really enjoy having that available on their profile. So that's kind of how that, how it moved from, from sort of an afterthought to a more central feature of the roster.
1: I, I have to say I like them. Um, now, some of the... The medals I'm looking at, you know, in your descriptions of them on the the demo page you put up, um, like the Venerable Order of Usurbia said that was commissioned by the High Council in 2013. Did you just fill those out with flavor text, or is that true? Was that commissioned by the High Council this year? I mean, I haven't attended all the meetings and read all the notes, but I don't remember that one. It was not commissioned by the High Council this year at all. Um, I'm hoping, that, <clears throat> excuse
3: me, that it'll be commissioned by the High Council in that way. I don't have to go back and rewrite it. Um, so basically, I was sort of writing for the, you know, in the hopes that you know the award would be would be well received and, and that it would be approved and, and I wouldn't have to go back and whatever change it all or rewrite it or anything like that. So basically, I was I was writing it down for myself and writing it down for other people as an exemp- example of, of what
1: it would look like if everything were in fact approved. Well, I do like the idea of that award, so I hope that you know, you high council members go ahead with it. That one is sort of like a lifetime achievement award.
3: right. The um, idea behind that particular award is is that it'd be extremely difficult to earn, uh, and that we we give them very sparingly.
1: Now, some of the other awards are you know active actual awards that we've had around for years but have sort of fallen out of use. Um, the Silver Starbursts. Um, you know, I remember that one from 11 years ago, but it was just it was hard to track. And now with your new online roster, we have a slot for who the recruiter was, so it should be, you know, in that way at least a little bit easier to track. Um, you know, adding them retroactively to people might be difficult, but going forward it should be fairly easy.
3: I actually had envisioned um, the Silver Starbursts not maintaining the cluster features, in other words you know, if you were to receive the award for recruiting, if you recruited 5 new members or 10 new members or whatever it was that we decided the threshold needed to be to receive the award, that we, that we dispense with the with the, uh, the clusters as, as far as you know, sort of ongoing awarding of the same medal or either that or award the medal again, you know? so if you've, you know, if, if the threshold is 10 and you recruit 20 then you receive it twice That
1: would make sense to me the cluster part never never really made sense to me, just because that's, that's a pain in the ass to track. Um, I think most of the other awards that you have listed are pretty self-explanatory, and I don't think most of them actually take that much effort to track. Um, some of the ones that I was the more interested in was um, a couple other ones that are new that aren't actually approved yet, I don't think. Uh, the new member of the year, the member of the year, and the officer of the year. Um that would be I think it would be fun for the officers of each branch to write up a nomination at the end of the year for a new member on their branch and send it to the high council. Or for the the re- branch leader to write up a recommendation for one of his officers and send that to the high council um and then award those medals at the end of every year. I think that would be that would be very, very fun, um it's my opinion anyway.
3: I agree, and that was the, the impetus behind adding them in the first place. I was sort of hoping that we could get, basically, this is the scenario that you described precisely, which was just, just have people nominating and to, and to have sort of a, a, a vetting uh, by the members themselves or by the officers themselves and, and, and have sort of that an, almost an internal uh, election system whereby the, the High Council would have very little to do with it other than... Um, you know, endorsing the, the final results. That's or, or you know, holding a ceremony or, or g- actually giving the awards. But uh, you know, for the most part, I think the the, the members and the officers and the uh, should should be making the
1: decisions for those sorts of medals. And I think it would be a lot of fun. It would be. Everybody likes recognition. Yeah, absolutely. Um, unless OJ or Roxy has any questions, I think that's that's enough of the roster.
0: No, I think it's just a fantastic job you're doing, Lass, and I'm, I'm really glad you tackled it because that will be a lot easier to keep up with stuff like that for the officers and for everybody else. Thank you.
3: Yeah, I'm hoping that it, it works as well as I'm hoping that it will. I mean, the, the awards are nice and they're fun and it adds a little role play and I, I had a good time, you know, kind of designing them and drawing them up and, and, you know, adding the descriptions, which are far more lengthy than I'm sure they really need to be. But, again, I was just goofing off and having a good time doing it. But really the key here is, is having that centralized roster system that can be in one place for everybody, basically for as long as we maintain the site and the server. So we don't ever have to go looking around for rosters ever again. All of the information that we will ever need about all of our members will be in one place.
1: All right, and High Council meeting last night, uh, there was a fairly momentous occasion, one that does not happen very often. Um, Countess Saella was promoted to duchess. And I guess that makes Guild Wars 2 a full-on duchy now.
3: Well, it should. We didn't actually vote on it, did we?
1: No,
0: you know, we didn't. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was long overdue. I mean, Saella's been doing that job anyway um she's just a damn fine officer that's all i can say you know
1: and i super super proud of Sayla. i had actually you know i was sort of absent there for a couple months during hockey season as far as the high council meeting goes you know i was still on the boards every day and it had i just completely lost track of it and i had actually thought Sayla was already a duchess. Um, Because she's doing such awesome work, I just assumed that it had already happened. Now, if you can remember off the top of your head, how many people were promoted to that level in 2012?
0: (laughs) One? Was it one?
2: It
3: might have been none.
0: No, it was one because we promoted Tundra.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, Tanja made Duke. Oh, did he? <coughs> for Sortar, right? I thought he was a Duke
3: before.
0: No, I promoted him
2: this oh, past right. year. So that
3: was one. Yeah. One. That's, that's the only yeah. one I can think of would be yep. and I I kind of was thinking he already was a Duke.
1: Yeah, I mean, so.
0: Well, he's the same type of officer. I mean, you know, he does a tremendous job for the Guild, and, uh, you know, he was taking on that role long before he actually got the promotion, so. Um, but yeah, uh, him and Ciela are just outstanding officers and I'm really excited for Ciela. I think she, she really
2: deserved it.
3: She absolutely did. And I I don't want this to sound in the least bit negative, in particular towards these two officers who are simply tremendous, but I I think this was exactly the right way this should be done. You know, I think we got into a habit, not recently, but you know, the last year, the last couple of years. Of of kind of promoting forward and, and sort of hoping for the best and hoping that people would would kind of grow into their roles, but with with Sale and Tundra you, you see perfect examples of and Roxy couldn't have said it better you know, you know people who were already doing the work of, of a duke or a duchess and all we did was acknowledge the role they had already taken on by, by giving them the rank that they had you know all ob- so obviously earned.
0: Yeah, and, you know, from the perspective of a high council member that is active in the games and stuff and doing these promotions, sometimes you just don't know how a person is going to fit in or fit that role. Um, and like you said last, they they were just perfect. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was great. I really enjoyed doing the ceremony. Um, we usually don't do them in the High Council meetings, but um, yeah, we just ambushed her, so that was fantastic.
3: I'm glad we surprised her. She said that she had no idea that it was coming, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's. Hopefully that, that was
3: doesn't mean free. she had
1: given up hope.
0: Yeah, I know, but uh, yeah, I'm well, glad we got know, it done.
1: The only thing you have to worry about when you ambush somebody is the fact that they might say no. This is true, but I think we all had a good sense of where Zayla was at on
3: this. I think so. Um, She had any sense, she would have said no. Yeah. (laughs) I almost
1: almost wanted to post a GIF of um, Joe Bluth from um, Arrested Development saying I've made a huge mistake on her. Congratulations, Thread, but I didn't. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, well, you step up more responsibility. Obviously, she doesn't really have more responsibility. She's going to be doing no, the same she's work. she the been same doing amount of responsibility more. she's had for weeks or months, yeah. If she's lucky, she'll find another couple of good officers that she can slot in because they've certainly got a decent-sized roster over there. I'm sure they could use a couple more.
0: Yeah, and, you know, she just makes it look effortless, you know.
1: I have to say, she's
3: one of the most consistent. Both Tundra and Sayla are, are one of the most, the steadiest and most consistent officers I think we've seen in, in quite a while. And branch leaders, you know, they're, you know, they've got their their events, their schedules, and they they don't overreach and they don't uh, set themselves up to fail. And they, you know, they have these successful events and they just build on them, kind of slowly and surely over time. And uh, you can see the results; they're quite obvious. They're both of those. Branches are just, you know, humming.
0: Yeah, isn't that the truth?
1: And I think Star Wars probably this last month had one of their biggest recruiting months that they've probably ever had as a branch. I mean, they've, they've they're getting
2: recruits left and right now, and it, all, many, they're all good. It's actually funny have... that you say that because ten minutes before. We all got together right here. Tundra brought in another recruit. Like I was, on, I was in game and he brought in another one.
0: Get out of here. Really?
2: Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, the man is a machine.
3: <laughs>
0: How many recruits do they get this month? Does anybody know a number? Well,
1: I mean, we announced four on the podcast last time. Yeah, and they've gotten another one since then. They've squired somebody that was recruited, you know, outside that range. Um, right. Yeah. They, and they're they're that branch is growing pretty good now. Tundra has said that you know they've done you know a full lore raid now. They haven't had to plug in the last couple people, um, so that's a big step for them. Um, I joked with him that the next step is they have so many raiders they have to implement a DKP system, and so everybody will get fed up and quit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the uh, well, he, al- he also just said that they were planning on scheduling a second night because they're they're just full and they've got NOR waiting and they've got previous allies that they've been having to turn away. And I know he doesn't want to turn away allies, but you know, obviously he's 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 wanting to fill those slots with uh, with NOR first. So I, I think he's thinking a second rating night uh, will get you know a, yet another round of NOR in there, but also. Kind of get his his allies
1: in there as well.
0: Wow, that's just amazing.
1: Yep. And on the the same token, on the Guild Wars side, Saleh just added the what, the Guild Wars 101 Monday events. Um, that's why yeah. she's actually not with us for our recording tonight. Um, I mean, that's four daily events or four weekly events for that branch. That's that's a very active, healthy branch if you can schedule four weekly events and still have them be viable. She has active, uh, you know, the key,
3: obviously, is, which we all know, is that she has active officers working with her. I mean, she couldn't say enough about um, Bristle, uh, who I think was the person who started that Guild Wars uh, to 101 And he's been, as far as I know, been leading it pretty consistently.
1: Yep. And now that promotion came during OJ's first High Council meeting. Oh, yeah. Which is a bit of a travesty since he's been in the Guild for how many years now?
2: Uh, nine in June, I think. So, yeah. So, what kept you away from the High Council meetings for that long? I think a lot of it was watching chat playing on the weekends and stuff, and I'd see all the officers going, okay, we're going to our High Council meeting. You know, we'll be back in a couple of hours, or we'll see you guys the next night. And because I always seen the officers going when I was Squire Knight and stuff, that I figured it was just for them. And then when I was promoted in Star Wars um, to Baron, I think I just didn't get around. I think I was working or something, and so I could never make it. And due to the birth of my daughter, I stepped down from an active officer and then last started posting all the minutes and stuff. And I'd read them like, oh, I forgot this week, I forgot this week. And so this week I, I made a point that I was going to go, and so I went last night. And I, I really want to go as often as I can because I'm trying to be as active as I can while still not neglecting my duties at home.
1: <laughs> so what did you think of it?
2: Uh, it, it, it was a mean, I mean, it's, it's not what I thought they were. I mean, I thought it was a lot of business between officers. I mean, I know you guys have your business meeting, but I thought it was, you know, maybe – officers vying for who has the best branch because they have the most recruits or they did, you know, the most events or something like that. But, you know, as I'm watching everything scroll up, it's basically just everyone from all the branches getting into one chat room and kind of hanging out as we hash out what needs to go, you know, promotions or what needs to happen with, I don't know. I mean, I've only been to one and I've read the minutes, but it's, it's a lot more relaxed than I expected it to be, I guess.
1: Well, there can be some some tense moments when something that's contested yeah. comes up for a vote. Um, the next meeting. Yeah. <laughs> the next meeting is on April seventh. That'll be the, the 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 quote unquote business meeting, and on that one, all of the branch leaders have to give a report on their roster. So they break out their roster by rank, you know, squire, squire court, squire honor, you know, all the officer positions. They total it up. They say how many visitors they've got. And that meeting probably has the most actual information in it, but it's probably also the driest because you just get a big report of a bunch of abbreviations with numbers behind them. And then the branch leader says one or two things about their branch. You know, we added X number of recruits this month. You know, we're now rating with a full NOR party, etc. Then they're done, and then it moves on to the next one. And by the time all the branch leaders are done, like, nobody wants to do anything else. So it just kind of fizzles. <laughs> um.
0: Well, um, yeah. The, uh, the high council meetings anyone that's listening they're open to anyone everyone is welcome to those um you know right. they can yes.
3: recruits squires officer you name it
0: yes and they can be a lot of fun of course you know there can be some tense moments as tallow has said but you know in the end the high council tries to um do things for the benefit of the guild you know um And I think I don't know. I I feel guilty because I just got out of the habit of inviting everyone to go. I just assumed no one wanted to go. Well, I think
3: attendance in general has been up. I mean, I I don't think Mm -hmm. we can expect to to flick a switch and then there'll be forty people attending the high council meetings. But I think if you look over the last, even the last year's minutes, you'll notice more and more people attending more and more often.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I can remember not too long ago when it was just the high council members there.
3: Yeah, we had no branches.
0: Yeah. I mean, a year ago, <laughs> it was just me and Lass and, you know, Abbott and Yavol.
1: Well, I, I mean, we might notice the increased attendance if you guys tracked attendance in the meeting notes. Hey, you know, I'm all for
3: it. I'm fine with it. I just didn't want to, you know, get up Roxanne's nose about it. She didn't seem to like the idea, so I wasn't going to push it. What? You said you didn't like the idea of having a roll call at the
1: meetings.
0: Yeah, I did. I remember remember
1: reading the meeting (laughs) notes of that one when they got posted, because that was was sort of my idea, and Tundra brought it up for me, because I couldn't be there. And that was oddly contentious for something as minor as taking a roll call.
0: Well, see, that's the thing with the high council meetings. You don't know what's going to start a big to-do. Well, this is you for, know, it,
3: for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, I was just talking. <laughs> we just were talking about the awards. And it was like, uh, you know, I, it became a much larger conversation than I, I, I thought it would be.
0: Yeah, it started snowballing.
1: A little bit. A little was bit not
0: too
1: bad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well and then there was you know, issues that might, people might expect to be contentious, like I remember when they were trying to get a duchy started, or a branch started in Age of Conan. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was some very interesting High Council meetings, because there were basically two camps, um, the people who thought that the content of Age of Conan, just on its face, was very un Norlike. and the people who basically kept shouting, stop being fascists and let us have our branch. And that was, that was the debate, eventually it just came down to i think a high council member who had no real stake in the claim decided okay i'll do the branch
3: yeah that was Abbott.
1: yeah i mean i don't think he i don't think he was going to hear i don't think he was planning on playing what? that game before that happened
3: no i think he just fell on a sword i think you're absolutely right about that
0: that was just a ridiculous argument i mean because <laughs> all of these games no seriously all of these games that we play now there's always an aspect of them that is unsavory, you know. But um yeah, I mean, hey, you know, we're all adults here, and uh actually, you know, in the history of Nor, we started out as being a neutral guild. We weren't a goody-goody guild back in the day. That just has happened over time.
3: We can undo that. We can be. We can go neutral again.
0: Yeah, I, I think we should.
3: I think we are more than, you know, because we have, we have dual, you know, dual faction branches all over the place. Sort of.
0: Right. Well, I think any time you mix religion or politics with guild business, it's a bad thing.
1: Well, I agree with you there. Yeah. Now, item yeah. um, I forgot to put on the agenda because I'm an idiot, was the EverQuest 2 Blue event. Um, I, yeah. All of us logged into that.
2: Yes.
1: O.J., did you play over on EQ2?
2: Yeah, I played mostly in the evenings. I had to work during the day all this weekend, so I wasn't able to be on as much as I had hoped. But, yeah, I played with Tundra and Ravani a lot, and Tal and I just made fun of each other.
0: Hey, there was a Ziff signing.
2: On the Z- yeah, Ziff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we played for a little while, and then he was like, ah, "I can't play this anymore," and he left. <laughs> 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 I actually, you know, I, mean, for,
3: for EQT, I had no real plans to to play much. I, I really was. I was just going to log in and just going to, you know, talk on TeamSpeak and hang out and, and just, you know, be social. That was about. I wasn't really planning on doing a whole lot of playing or running around.
1: Yeah, I mean, my plan wasn't really to accomplish anything. It was more just to hang out, and I got about. I think it was about 10 hours in across the three days. Um, I did end up getting to, like, level 19, but that was just a side effect of being on.
3: Oh, good for you. Uh, you, played, you got on a long than I
1: did. It was... Uh, there's a there's a lot going on in that game. I mean, it looks, like, it looks like, you know, ass, but, you know, it's old, so you have to expect that. But there's a lot going on in that game, and there's a lot to do. When I discovered that I think I found the character I prefer the most at the moment... Between WoW and EverQuest 2, I'm convinced that the anti-paladin is the character I like being the most in-game.
0: <laughs> well, that suits
1: you. Because my, my Death Knight in WoW is my primary character. I love that character. And the the Shadow Knight in EverQuest 2 was very much the same. I like being the anti-paladin.
0: Lass, what uh, what character did you play while you were in there? A paladin. Mm, me too. OJ, what about you? What would you play?
2: It was a bard, and it's pretty uneventful when you're by yourself, but I was able to do, like, a dungeon with Tundra and Urvani and a few other members, and they're basically all a support class. I just do massive buffs on the whole party to make them do better, and I think more games need that because everyone's always fighting. I want to be the best DPS or, well, we can only have two tanks and we have three or something like that, but if you have a support in there, you're making everyone else up a little bit more to what everyone else's par might be, I feel like and I would play support characters more.
1: Support characters end up being really hard to balance, though. Yeah. Because it's hard to quantify what they're bringing to the party, so people complain a lot, and... Well, people complain a lot anyway, but, you know, they bring bring even more to the party in terms of that.
0: Well, I tell you, the guild hall was really impressive. I really liked that. That was cool. Yeah.
3: That was
2: the one thing I didn't get to, because I couldn't, find it. I never got off my, like, starting island, except for when Tundra took me to a dungeon, but then I got lost from there.
0: <laughs> Where
3: did No one you told s- me how
2: to get there.
0: Where did you start at?
2: Um, New New Hollis? I think so. Whatever the icy place was.
0: Yeah, yeah it's near there.
2: Oh, really? Well,
0: hey. Yeah.
1: It's actually on that island.
0: Yeah, it's oh. on the island.
1: I just had Ryland summon me. But I was the only person on at the time so he could burn his summon on me. Mm-hmm. It's got a cool down. kind of a, a rough idea of where it was and I was able to kinda of
3: run around and knock on doors and find it eventually.
0: Yeah, it was that was pretty cool. I really liked how they did that. Um, you well, know, I, and the game was fun. I mean I had fun a lot of fun playing um not this weekend but a couple weeks ago by myself.
1: Yeah. I know Ryland tagged a recruit in. I want to say it was on Saturday during one of the more heavily populated portions of the event. Um, so that's great; they got to see like just a ton of people. I mean, we had over logged into the game when you subtract the six Rylands that were logged in, we topped like twenty-five <laughs> at one point. Oh, that's great! Concurrent users, so yeah, you always had wow. to you always had to look at their rank. And if they were whatever the top rank was, you just had to assume they were Ryland and subtract them from your column. Right. Gotcha.
0: Did we ever figure out the total amount of people that came on over the weekend?
1: 31, wasn't it? It was either 29 or 31. Ryland um, didn't get a chance to send me the list. But it was either 29 or 31, which I believe is the new high for um, DMG Van. 29 would be tied for Star Wars for the last week, right? Something like that. 31 would be a new high. That's not bad.
0: Yeah, not bad at all.
1: All right, let's move on to some news from the realms. What game are you playing these days, OJ?
2: Um, I actually just resubscribed to Star Wars and told Tundra to add me to his roster. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to play, but I'm back there for the time being. Oh, nice. Fun.
1: Um... Dungeons and Dragons, nothing new since last time we mentioned the Shadowfell conspiracy as their next expansion. Um, Turbine has said literally nothing since then. Um, EverQuest 2, uh, the free-to-pay changes are done rolling out. Um, they were definitely felt for the Glue event. I got to play a class that I would not have been able to play as a free user without buying it. I think pretty much everybody was in that boat. I don't know that OJ would have been able to play a bard on a free account. So that made the event, I think, a lot more fun since we weren't all the same four classes running around.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
1: Uh, Star Wars Update 2.0 and Rise of the hot Cartel are both going live on February 14th. Hot uh, Cartel Early Access will start on the 9th. Um, do you remember what the terms of Early Access were, OJ? Was it just for people who pre ordered?
2: Um, I'm not, I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. I just came back into it and started reading you know, what's kind of going on. In fact, when I logged in today, I got some mail, and one of my characters got a full set of, like, raid gear, and I don't know why. So there have been a lot of changes that I'm still, le- like, relearning.
1: I want free raid gear.
2: Yeah, um, kind of
1: sweet. Tundra will be on our next two episodes. Um, next, not now, but two weeks from now, um, he'll be on to give us an update for what to expect um, just a few days before... Uh, 2.0 and Rise of the Hutt Cartel launch. And then Tundra and his entire DMG will be with us, um, the show after the launch of Rise of the Hutt Cartel. So they'll be talking, trading and all that other fun DMG stuff in a month. Wow. Okay.
0: Do you know who who's on the DMG? Isn't this something he's just started?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he just started it. Um, it's him, Raveni, uh R2-Heed and Poxy.
0: Oh, Cool.
1: So, that's the the, the, the analogy right now.
0: Oh, and did I tell you this last Poxy, when he came on to to TeamSpeak? I swear to God, he sounds like uh, Quorum. It's freaky.
1: Yeah, we should have them talk to each other and see if anybody can identify which is which. Yeah. Uh, Guild Wars 2, The Raising, Part 3 of the Flame and Frost update launches this week. The Land of Tyria will come under attack by an army composed of the Dredge and the Char Flame Legion, whose sole purpose is to completely erase the land and destroy everyone in the way. Which seems like a waste, because then they'll have a destroyed land and nothing to do with it. So that's bad. Uh, Some new NPCs, stories, and missions will lead players in the defense of Tyria. Uh, World vs. World is also getting a new progression system and leaderboards. Um, so we'll have to follow wow. the leaderboards and see if any NOR members pop up on them.
0: Is this something brand new that they're doing, the leaderboards?
1: Uh, yeah, they're adding them as part of the World versus World Progression system.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, that sounds fun. Fun.
3: <laughs> All right, and All right, y'all in Rift. Uh, The two-year anniversary party is uh, still going on. It's the uh, Carnival Festival. I actually got in there a couple of days ago and was able to check it out a little bit and play some of the games. Um, There was a free weekend this past weekend, but those of us who were playing the glue probably didn't get to participate. But the bonus XP and planarite and uh, pretty much every other thing that you can earn uh, is still on. So you're still getting plus 20% um, for pretty much everything you're doing, dungeon runs and... and, uh, uh, you know, the, the equivalent of honor during PvP and, and experience and all that as well. So you're, st- you're still getting bonuses to when you're playing. You're just not going to be able to play for free. Uh, some news. I'm, I'm having to read this off a of script, thank you. But uh, some news from the Trion Worlds forum. Uh, Dalgar, the developer, while responding to a complaint that developers weren't paying much attention to player feedback, uh, which is, I guess, something we've all heard before, issued this little gem. I hate t- t- talking about things that are not even close to being ready. But Perric and Aliana are pretty busy working hard on brand new souls and other class related features for the future right now. We also hit level uh guild level 15 uh and yay. Uh, Mez and uh, Maltus have in mind to purchase a new guild dimension uh which is called Cair Calum. It's a very very large uh guild dimension cut. it's quite a nice um elfwar castle. Uh, I, sh- I showed it to Roxanne when we you know, first started messing around with this, but it, it's oh, like $1,400 castle. Yeah, it was a lot of money, and, and we weren't anywhere near uh, Guild Level 15 at the time. But they, uh, they, uh, they've they, they been grinding away at it. And, uh, you know, Yulana, Lucido, and uh, I guess Freakazoid's been playing. I saw uh, Quorum had been on, and Kai had been on like two days ago. So we got some players up wow. there. Yeah, yeah
0: I'm going nice. to have to jump, jump in there and take advantage of that bonus experience maybe i can get my character up to what is it 60
3: 60 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get in there and level cap otherwise we'll never hear the end of it from mes maltus
0: <laughs> i know right okay all right just when you thought it was dead it raises its ugly head. wow is kind of sort of back um Malkian and his son have started actively play, playing World of Warcraft with Marquis Quivan. Malkian indicated to the High Council that he's interested in recruiting and trying to bring WoW back as an active branch. What do y'all think about that? Isn't it great?
3: That would be fantastic. Absolutely. Of course.
0: Yeah. So, um yeah. Other well news, patch 5.2 is now live and it brings a massive new zone as well as a new raid and server wide events surrounding the siege on the Isle of Thunder, new factions, world bosses, and more. The raid is called Throne of Thunder and according to Blizzard's website, it's one of the largest they've ever in- implemented. So it's pretty, sounds like it's pretty uh, massive. For more information on Patch 5.2 and the World of Warcraft, head on over to Blizz's website. So, yeah, I'm going to have to uh, jump in there and check it out.
1: I believe Throne of Thunder has the same number of bosses as Alduar um, in in the actual raid, but then the the patch brings two world bosses with it as well. Um, Uh So that puts it up over Alduar as just a massive, massive raid patch.
0: Holy cow, man! I remember the days of raiding with, with Nor and Wow. It was so much fun. So maybe Malkin can, uh, you know, help help Bo and get that together, and we'll see. You know.
3: Now about that, by the way, I just wanted not to throw a wet blanket on things or anything like that, but I don't, I don't remember. Malkin's email was like, "Could I get recruiting?" privileges so that I can invite my son in a couple of vaults and we've got some co-workers and relatives and stuff like that. I, I think he kind of hinted at, you know, making a go at it, but I don't know if we just, you know, drafted him involuntarily here on the podcast or, or what. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to put the guy on the spot. So if he's, well, if he's listening or somebody who knows Malkian's listening, they go to Malkian and say, hey, they say that you're taking over the branch, you know. he. No, I didn't say he me.
1: made the mistake of speaking up.
0: <laughs> so that he
1: did. Now it's on him. Um, that he did. Yeah.
0: And, and wow, how OJ Trump
1: ended Trump. up a baron in the first place?
0: Oh yeah. And that's exactly
3: probably, how he ended up yeah. being a baron. Is that that's actually how Tundra ended up doing the new, the newsletter.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and
3: not for nothing, but that's how you ended up doing the podcast.
1: Al. <laughs> yeah. So we we all made the mistake of speaking up, and then yep. we drafted by people who were like, "Oh, that's a good idea. Do it." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you love it. I I love it. I do. So anyway, but you're right. You're right, Lass. He didn't quite say that, you know.
1: Well, if he gets a a couple of family members and a couple of coworkers in there, that's a start. And
3: there's no uh, reason for us not to encourage him. So, Malchon, if you are listening, you absolutely have our, you know, full endorsement and encouragement to, you know, take that on and, you know, remake the branch over there.
0: So let me ask you this, Lass. Yeah. If he if he really him and Bo kind of brought that back, branch back, yeah. would you start playing it again? No. <laughs>
1: In ten podcasts, I believe that is the fourth time she's asked you that question. She really wants me to play Warcraft again. I don't know why. Yeah, you so fun. you've made it clear that you're done. How about you, OJ? Would you ever go back to WoW?
2: I would go back if they implemented a free to play with the max level caps. I just I'm enjoying Star Wars and I've got other stuff. I I can't afford to pay two MMOs or pay for WoW if I'm only gonna play like one night a week. Yeah. And I can't imagine that they do it. I can't
1: listen to the music, I can't look at the screen, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't imagine Blizzard will implement free to play while they're still above like I would say 2 million active subscribers, and they're still way above that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: moving on to the Elder Scrolls. March is almost over, and I still haven't gotten a beta invite. So, is that yeah, Has beta started? Like, do you no. know anybody that's gotten in? No, it has not started, but they did say March, so if I don't get one in the next five days, they can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They just posted today uh, their, their latest Ask Us Anything. Um, this is the second one about combat in the game. I posted links to it on the forum. Um, combat and ESO is going to be a cross between what you see in Guild Wars 2 and what you see in Oblivion and Skyrim. Um, you'll have an action bar where you can play seven abilities, and those are the seven abilities you'll get to use. Um, no more, you know, Star Wars, WoW, Rift, where you've got, you know, five action bars on your screen and they're all full. Um, seven abilities that you'll be able to pick from. Obviously, you'll have more than that, so you'll use. You'll want to have available what's right for your situation. Um, Each weapon type will have unique abilities tied to it as well. And they also recently, at a press event, added a new first-person mode. All MMOs are pretty much third-person, and they let you zoom into first-person if you want to be. But the new mode that they just demoed, um, they're not finished with it yet, Uh, more closely resembles um, what you'd find in Oblivion and Skyrim, if you're familiar with those games, and you should be. So when you're doing the PvE part of the game and you're not out in... Uh, the massive battleground, you can get in the first person and play it as if you're playing massively multiplayer Skyrim, which actually should be a huge thing for them. Um, I know that was a huge complaint from people who basically just wanted them to add multiplayer to the existing Elder Scrolls games instead of making an MMO. Um, Getting down into that nitty-gritty first person, you know, where you can see your arms and all that, that'll be be fun for those people.
0: Okay, Neverwinter. Um, as you all know, or might not know, uh, alpha testing has been going on, and I believe they've had a weekend of beta. Um, we got an email today that says they are gonna have alpha testing phase this week. Tundra, who's been leading most of, almost all of the dungeons, is, uh, um, gonna send us a date and time, uh, for a dungeon run. And I have to say, they have been so much fun um, you know i'm not sure if i'm going to play the game when it comes out or not but it's it's just been a lot of fun hanging out with tundra lakasha pinky um i think Abbott's even um spent a day or two in there so hopefully he'll he'll get on this week and there's been a few others that i can't think of off the top of my head but uh it is a lot of fun um You know, and like your note says, we've been kicking ass and taking names.
1: Yes, we have. Um, Yes? Have you tried the Foundry yet?
0: No, I have not.
1: Are you going to? Yeah. And then tell me all about it? I will. Okay. Um, (laughs) For anybody who's not familiar, the Foundry in Neverwinter is how you can make your own dungeons and adventures. Um. Personally, for me, I would like to hold like the day that Never Winters out. Well, not the day. A couple weeks later, when they fix all the server issues from launch. Um, after Never Winters out, I would like to have a glue there. Um, it's free. It's got modern graphics like Star Wars and Guild Wars, so people don't have to feel like they're on an archaeology trip. Um, and we could make our own Nor dungeons specifically for the event. That'd be awesome. Uh, that would be. That would be great if it all sort of comes together and foundry's as good as I hope it is, so that would be that would be an amazing thing to do if we could i mean we don 't have to worry about the content that 's in the game. we could just make our own and send people through it that would be that would be great
0: that would be fun, and the graphics are are really nice you know i li- I do like the graphics in the game um, i don 't think it 's anything you know um, earth shattering but uh, they 're nice. Nice well,
1: they're, they're not, like, amazing, but they're modern MMO graphics. It's Oh, yeah. I mean, some of us, you know, it had it been a culture shock when we went back to play DDO or EverQuest 2, cutting off of, you know, the other games we play. And that wouldn't be present in Neverwinter.
3: I was actually, I mean, not for... Not that it has anything to do with anything, but I was actually surprised about how... how well DDO kind of held up. I mean, I... Don't remember looking. I mean, it didn't look modern by any stretch but it didn't
1: look quite as bad as I expected it to. The thing they did with DDO that worked is they didn't change any of the, the, the geometry, but a few years ago they implemented a basically a high res version, which is what you download now when you right, which is all updated textures, which went a long way towards making that game a lot more modern. I think it
3: showed. It really did,
1: because I didn't think it looked that bad.
0: Well, not when you compare it to an older game like EverQuest 2. But
3: no, I thought EverQuest 2 was a little clunkier looking than than yeah. maybe DDO. Although you know, it's not like I played either of them enough to kind of put them side by side.
0: Yeah, and I'm just having some weird issue with the game. Um, I think you might have too, Lass. Didn't you?
3: i was getting a lot of lag. Yeah, the the few. Part of the reason I, I didn't get on as much as I would have liked say I, I had to work. But <clears throat> most of the reason, frankly, was that when I did have time and I got on, it was just unplayable. I, I could barely move. It was really choppy, clippy. Um, you know, I, I'd shut down, restart the computer, get back on, and it and be the same way. Um, so I finally got it to clear, and then, you know, and then I'd be kind of out of time. Um, so I, I didn't get uh, too many opportunities to, to get in and play. And I had some, some updating issues as well, so I, I didn't get in. Friday night
1: when I had planned to, because I had updated Thursday, thinking I could just hop right. on and Friday and then it would be all set to go. But it wasn't all set to go. Yeah, so. That was the the one real issue I had with EverQuest Two was um, my computer's good enough that I can play most of the games that were on Star Wars Guild Wars. I can play those at um, nineteen twenty by ten eighty with the graphics turned all the way up. I actually yeah. I actually couldn't do that in EverQuest Two if I set it on the like, the ultra-high graphics at that resolution, it ran at, like, 15 frames per second. Yeah, it's very demanding. I have never it. really
3: liked their updating process. It always seemed extremely uh, seemed extremely overwrought. Like, you sort of had to go through all these gyrations in order to get the updating. had to fuss with it, and it never really quite updated itself smoothly the way other
1: games do. Yeah, I think they could do... Sony, you know, if you're listening, you could probably handle some optimization on your engine to make it run a little better, because... I mean, it, the game itself just graphically does not run as well as more demanding newer games, and that's sort of a surprise. But that was my only real complaint with EverQuest too. Um I had fun, and the glue event is about nostalgia and hanging out with Norbies more than anything, so yeah. I got that part done.
0: Well, one day we're going to do a glue in uh, Yservius, if the server ever straightens out. It's been working. I've been playing it. Get out of here. Yeah. So Can't we just
2: make our own server?
3: Yeah, you know, I was going to actually email the guys and see if we could do that.
2: just make our own game?
1: Well, I'd like to do that, too. So what Minecraft is for. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking, speaking of yes. Yeah, <laughs> Roxy wanted me to talk about some of the stuff that's happening in the other games forum. <laughs> um, SimCity, uh, Last Vashal, and I are all signed into yeah. Northland. Yeah. Uh, which I named after my favorite TV show, Portlandia. Oh, my. Yeah, I have three of the 16 cities right now, but I'm going to dump one soon, so that one will be free again. Last has two, and Bash has two. It's a... SimCity, now that they've fixed the server stuff, is a really fun game. Um, I wish, just in general, that some of the region stuff updated a little faster when you swapped between your cities, but that's my only real complaint. Um... I've been posting tips on the forum for SimCity, and if I followed all of them, my cities would run much more smoothly than they do. But I don't refer back to them until I get in trouble, and I'm like, why am I in trouble? And I go back and I look, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm doing that, and I just said not to. So, um, you know, I'm having a good time. I think it's fun. It's very fun, and it can be very challenging once your city starts to grow, managing everything and making sure you turn a profit. and uh, uh, SimCity, the new one, will not let you go negative with your city's balance. It will not let you get in debt. If you start getting in debt, it will pop up a screen immediately that tells you to turn off city services, uh, take out a loan, or play a different city. And I ran into that on my personal region once where I turned off all the services I could. I took out loans. I still didn't have enough money. I had to go play another city. Made a bunch of money on that city, gifted it back to my other one so I could go play it again. Um, wow. I managed that one poorly. Um, I blamed the Godzilla attack that destroyed half my infrastructure.
0: Godzilla attack? I
1: had one Godzilla attack, and the only thing he did was eat the trash out of my out of my dumpster. How would... Yeah, because... Well, what? That thinking. SimCity always has disasters, Roxy. Um, there's, Godzilla?
3: There's, yeah, it's got a... Godzilla and uh, earthquakes, and uh, I had a UFO attack as well. They sucked up some citizens and took off.
1: Oh, wow. The zombie outbreak from your hospital. Yeah. <laughs> the Godzilla attack, what happens is the giant lizard spawns basically randomly somewhere in your city and then makes a beeline for your garbage dump. And anything between him and the dump, he's going to destroy. Yeah. And then he eats the trash. What makes the Godzilla attack different than the other ones is generally an earthquake won't destroy your infrastructure buildings. Like it won't destroy a police station or a fire station or your airport. Same thing with a tornado. Um, I had a tornado pass directly over a bus terminal, did nothing but destroyed all the houses around it. Um, The Godzilla attack, on the other hand, he will destroy all your infrastructure buildings. So, if you're not in a great place financially, you have to rebuild all those. Ouch.
0: Oh, wow.
1: I got lucky. He spawned in the middle of the
3: city, but there was really nothing there at the time. And he, I think he stomped one house, and then he made a beeline for the... Yeah, he
1: goes and eats the trash until he dies.
3: Yeah. Well, he didn't... He didn't die. He dug this gigantic tunnel and then disappeared into the ground.
0: Uh... (laughs) Ah. That's awesome, OJ. OJ, are you playing um, SimCity?
2: Not yet. I haven't picked it up, but I really want to. Um, I just I'm waiting until I can financially buy another sixty dollar game.
1: And no kidding. Since I was dumb enough to buy it on launch day, and they had all those server problems, I did get a free game on Origin, so I got a copy of Dead Space Three for free. Oh, that's the one I picked too. Yeah. It works out. So, how many more
0: cities or people can build cities in the Northlandia?
1: Well, we, technically, we can invite up to sixteen people because there's sixteen city plots in the region. Um, I see. Right now, math brain hurt. Um, right now, well, if we each have two, then there's ten left. Ten left. I have three, but so there's nine left. But will Okay. But if it gets to the point where we have more people than cities, then Last Vash, and I will have to... Sophie's Choice, one of our cities. A couple other notes from the other games forum. Blizzard announced at PAX East a new free-to-play um, online trading card game. Uh, Hearthfire uh, Heroes of Warcraft. Or Hearth- I saw that. Of Warcraft. I thought it looked pretty cool. Um... For a while, I've wanted to do, like, a, a TCG tournament among NOR, because I know there's a lot of NOR members that play, like, Magic the Gathering or stuff, um, you know, in their in their off time, or they play it, you know, with friends with the actual cards. Um, I've been avoided doing it with Magic the Gathering online, even though that's free-to-play, simply because I think Magic is... it's not very accessible to new players. Um, so, hopefully... Uh, Hearthstone is a little more accessible and I can get that tournament going because it would be nice to do a tournament like that between Nor.
0: That would be fun.
1: Beta for that is they said it's going to start soon but they said um, in real life soon, not Blizzard soon. So those are the actual words they used so they know that they use <laughs> it slowly. So this time they're trying to do <laughs> And the other one is Minecraft. Um, Yay! Here we I, go. I just got Minecraft. I've, I, I'm have i aware of the game. I've been following it for years. I, pay, I played uh, Terraria, which is basically the 2D version of Minecraft. Um, but I got Minecraft because it's a very cool game, and, you know, it's been too long since I didn't buy it, so I, I bought the bullet. I know Roxy bought it, too. Uh, Valix, I just bought it. Valix said that he'll play with us. Um O.J. hasn't touched it in in months, but maybe we can convince him to play, and, you know, maybe we can, you know, finally build the real Norcastle.
0: Oh, would that be awesome. Now, didn't you pose something about a server or say something about that? Like our own server? There's
1: a couple of different ways to play multiplayer. You can do a direct connection where you host a game on your computer and people connect to you to get in. Right. Um... But the more people you add, the more strain it puts on your computer, and pretty soon you run out of resources. Um, there are places that will host persistent servers for you. And the other the other downside to that is like your friends can only connect to you when you've got it up and running, obviously. Um, right. Places where you can get persistent hosting, so your world is always available to anybody that want to connect that wants to connect to it. Um, there are a couple of those that are free. But generally, they limit you to like four or five people online at a time, yeah, so then, if you want a a persistent host that would allow say like you know sixteen people online at a time, that ends up costing money a uh, monthly fee so I don't do you have what was that
0: Do you have an idea of how much it would be?
1: I do, and I don't just because I don't have that page up. Um, I was looking at one that was as cheap as, like, 20 bucks a month, which to me is barely anything for a server. Um, but they're also in beta testing for their own persistent hosting service called Minecraft Realms. For the beta, they're limiting it to um, four people, online at a time per realm and this will be a mm-hmm. subscription service that Minecraft manages itself but it sounds like when they're done with beta they're going to increase that so I don't think we're at the place where we need to worry about a persistent NOR server right now. Right. But if in the future because the, I know, I mean, 20 million people play Minecraft so in the future if if that's something that we look at there are options if we want to make a persistent NOR castle that anybody can come and get into.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to um, actually get into game and explore and, you know, start building things because it just sounds like it's going to be so addictive.
1: It is incredibly addictive. Um, I was actually playing it right up until we started the podcast.
0: Why didn't think you had had done it yet?
1: Oh, I did. Oh? I've only got like two hours in now, but, yeah, I was playing it like the last two hours after I compiled the notes for tonight.
0: Well, Cool. I might have to uh, ask you some questions after this.
1: Now, back when you were still active in Minecraft, OJ, how much did you actually did you actually play? Did you build
2: anything impressive? Um, the first day I had it, me and my roommate played for like eighteen hours straight, um, only taking breaks for food and bathroom, which was pretty awesome and crazy. Um, he eventually hosted a server on his computer, and unfortunately, due to um the heat here during the summer or whatever, he left the server running at night and it overheated his machine and fried his video card and blew the (sighs) server. Yeah, that he was pretty upset about that, but we had me and him and a few coworkers running on it and we had built, uh, me and him had our own castle. Uh, one of our coworkers built a floating castle in the sky. Uh, we had built a Roman cathedral, not cathedral, Roman like arena to like have PVP matches in, uh, one of our coworkers built a replica, um, or scale Grayskull Castle, which was really sweet. And then we had an underground tram system that ran to all the locations so you could get there really fast. It's it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's a that lot of fun. absolutely
0: amazing. My
3: daughter would play this game 24 hours a day if I let her. Really? Oh, my God, yeah. You would not believe the elaborate things that she has built using this game.
0: You haven't been tempted into playing it?
3: Not in the least, no. Uh, She shows me all the stuff that she builds. Like, she built, like, this gigantic scale replica of the house that we lived in, and then, you know, a couple of hours later it included the houses next door and across the street and her mother's house, and, you know, then it was the town, and, and it's become quite elaborate. But now she's moved on to building kind of a city sort of a thing.
1: Wow. Yeah, I don't even view it as a game so much as giant electronic Legos.
3: Yeah, it's like a sandbox. I mean, it's just this huge sort of playground where you can just build whatever you want.
1: Now, when you played OJ, did you play on uh, creative mode or on um, survival mode?
2: I played, actually, I stopped playing before they differentiated between creative and survival, and it was just um, the difficulty. So you had peaceful mode where the monsters wouldn't spawn, and you took half damage from falling and fire and stuff, and then you could go up the difficulties to where monsters would spawn they had more health to do more damage um and there were times where if we wanted to just get a lot of building done we would turn it on peaceful just to not have to worry about the creepers blowing up our stuff and then we would turn it back on because it it didn't feel as um exciting not having that uh threat there that what you just made can be destroyed but we didn't want to lose a wall before it was complete at the same time
1: yeah i didn't know that creepers like exploded when you got near them Yeah. Oh, Like, day one, you have to build a shelter to save yourself, but...
2: It's either build a shelter or dig a hole and cover yourself up. up. Self, yeah.
1: And, you know, it was... Daytime was coming around, so I, like, let myself out of my shelter. And there was a creeper outside of it, and, yeah, he came over and blew up and took half my shelter with him. I'm like, well, that sucked. Um, I did not realize that he would get to me and then explode.
2: Yeah, there's lots of different mods that people have done to it, too. I mean, the game's kind of um, limitless as far as what you can do to it. There's texture mods to make the block seem more pretty or lifelike, and then there's mods that change. Like, I remember there being one that different colored creepers would show up that aren't normally in the game and would do different things. Like, blue ones would explode and would do, like, a fountain of water and flood everything. Or red ones would blow up and it would just be literally fire. Instead of creating a crater like TNT, it would just set everything that's flammable on fire within a certain radius. So there's lots Holy of different cow. stuff that people have done too. Yeah, it's really cool.
3: I uh I gave my daughter and my and a girlfriend of hers a ride home from school today, and that was the topic of the entire ride was mods for Minecraft.
0: Holy cow! How long has this game been out?
2: It's been a couple of years. It's been live like launched because when I got it, it was late alpha, early beta, I think. But it was like you could pay be into the alpha and then you had your copy for when it actually launched launch. Yeah, they did the
1: the paid beta for a long time before they they actually called the game 1.0 and final and put it out. Um, So it's actually been out for real for like I want to say it's not that much longer than like a year and a half but it's been out to play for probably another year before that at least.
2: Yeah, at least.
1: Yeah, and they've sold almost $10 million for PC and then like $5 million each for the mobile version and for the Xbox version.
0: Yeah, I thought about getting the Xbox uh, version of it, but I went with the PC.
1: So did I, just because if I want to add mods to it, I can add mods to it, and that's essentially why I always buy PC games instead of console games.
2: Yeah, I'm also not sure if... I know when it first came out for Xbox, it was um, several like patches or updates behind where the PC was at, and I'm not sure if they've caught up yet, um, but I do know that they were catching up at a pretty decent rate to where they were only behind by maybe one or two updates um, a couple of months ago from just what coworkers yeah, were telling like, me.
1: Yeah, they're like two updates behind now. Um, they got a, an amazing deal from Microsoft... I don't know how many people are familiar with Microsoft's structure, but anytime a game company puts a patch or an update on Xbox Live, they have to pay um, basically a rate every time somebody downloads it. They owe Microsoft something. It's not a huge amount of money, but you know for a game that sells like maybe a million copies, if they put a patch out and everybody downloads it, they owe Microsoft $10,000 dollars. Holy cow. Uh, the, the deal that they got with Microsoft for Minecraft, Microsoft wanted Minecraft so badly that they waived the update fee. Oh, so wow. Minecraft Minecraft is literally the only game on the Xbox that does not have to pay a fee when they update. So, you know, they're more powerful than Microsoft, apparently.
0: <laughs>
1: so that's that's all we have to say about that. Yes. Uh, realm events. I'm Not listing them off anymore. There's too many. Star Wars Rift and Guild Wars 2 have realm events on the calendar every week. Um, check them out on the forum. Subscribe on your phone. Um, if you don't have a smartphone, buy a smartphone because you're clearly an idiot. I don't really. What? I don't really mean that. <laughs> not calling everybody. In. Get a smartphone. Yes, he is. Get the NOR calendar on your phone. It's it's great. Um like if I look at my calendar for tomorrow I can see that there's a raid in Star Wars and that I have to go to my wife's OB appointment. So you know.
0: Oh my goodness. Rating it is.
1: There you go. <laughs> Rating it is. <laughs> <laughs> well you know, we're getting to the point where we actually have to make like the birthing plan with the doctor. Yeah. Do you want drugs? You
0: haven't done Lots that of, yet? Of that. No.
1: Wait until the last possible minute. That's all I do. Squirings and promotions. Uh Squire Artoheed in Star Wars. Is a square now, I guess. So. Yep. And Sayella is a duchess in Guild Wars 2. That's big. Yes, that is a yeah. big one. Like we said, one person promoted to that rank last year. Yeah. Tundra. Probably nobody the year before. Um,
0: OJ, you could be next. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, super OJ's turning 24. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. It doesn't make you guys feel.
1: You say, you've been in Nora since for nine years, so since you were 15?
2: Yep. Oh, geez. Early high school, my dad bought me Star Wars Galaxies, and that's where I started.
1: Uh, recruit uh, Tiamios is turning 30. Poxy's turning 33, and Tundra's turning 35, so he's got 11 years on OJ.
0: Yes. And really, um, you look at yeah, the
3: 30 levels, And hey, speaking yeah. of young people, Roxanne, did you see the pictures? Of O.J.'s baby wearing the N.O.R. shirt?
1: No,
0: I haven't seen them yet.
3: i posted them put- to your Facebook page.
0: I haven't checked my Facebook page today.
1: All right. As far as I can tell, Roxy checks Facebook, like, once every two weeks, and then just spams the hell out of it. That's what she does at the forums, you know. She speaks no. <laughs> to say anything,
3: and then she replies to every single post that's up there. Sure.
1: That's not
0: true. That's not true.
3: How come then when I logged in today and there were 14 new posts, every single one of them, the last post was Roxanne?
0: Well, I don't know.
1: To be fair, I logged in today and my unread posts was 20-something or even more than that because you split up the, the High Council meeting notes and every one of them showed as an unread post then. Yeah, I, I didn't realize <laughs> it would be that, but I, I wanted to... <laughs>
3: Get them organized before it got kind of crazy.
0: Wait a minute. We're missing a birthday.
3: Oh, Lady Elladryl.
1: Yes. Yes. Noor, one of
0: Noor's founders, you know. Is. And I believe she will be turning 29.
1: Founded <laughs> Noor when she was nine years old. <laughs> That's right. She's pretty exceptional yeah. that way. It's one of the most amazing things any of us has ever heard of.
0: Hey, there was an, um, a nine-year-old officer in Euserbius, but I can't think of their name. Anyway, so, you know, it's possible she could have, you know, been riding her Harley when she was nine and, yeah. you know, through the tavern. And
1: Lass gets an award tonight for actually posting on the forums while we're recording.
0: <laughs> you post on the forums while we were recording?
1: Uh, yes, I did.
0: What was it?
1: He just responded to a couple existing posts. Spammer. Hey, somebody posted
3: a a, a GIF of Vegeta, and I had to respond to it. It was just too cool. <laughs> it was a DPS question. Have you, I don't know who the original poster was,
2: uh, or uh, who posted the, the GIF. I think it was OJ or, or OJ. Sierra. Yeah.
1: Have you rated in Star Wars OJ?
2: Once. Um, and I was lucky enough to get into I think the second time Nor full cleared uh the Eternity Vault raid, so that was really cool. That my first time raiding was mostly Nor, and we full cleared it. But I've only been in there once. Wow.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll have to ask this to to Tundra when we have the DMG on. They had a raid several weeks ago where they failed on a boss they normally beat just because their their DPS was too low. Uh, they couldn't pass. That DPS check. In I question, well, how do you troubleshoot that in Star Wars? Since you can't really have any mods, you can't really get a detailed log of what you're doing. How do you troubleshoot that in Star Wars? I know how to troubleshoot that in Warcraft. You can <laughs> you can get the meters up and you can see who's not pulling their weight, and then you can figure out why which ability. God bless Star Wars, by the way, for doing that. How, yes. how, is a raid, yeah. how is a Raid Leader, does Tundra troubleshoot that so they know what needs to be fixed? Well, that'll be a good question for them.
2: It, I'm assuming it's like a, a Rage Timer. I mean, if your tank is at full health and your healers still have all their mana or whatever, and you still have that Rage Timer, it's
1: yeah, then it, only
2: part three. Then,
1: it, then it's right a lack of DPS, um, and I don't know how you troubleshoot that if you can't see what DPS everybody's doing. I guess you just have to look at their gear, right? But even DPS... Or
0: even ask them.
1: ...into gear, because if somebody's using non-optimal abilities and... Oh, oh, sure, sure. But, I mean, yeah. So, I I guess, yeah, when we have Tundra on, I'm going to have to ask him that, because I have no idea how he would correct that problem other than bringing different people.
0: Or asking those people, you know, are you... How was your DPS tonight? I mean, I think his, most. He'll
3: us. What? He'll tell us. I'm saying he'll when he, we get him in here, we'll ask him the question. and He'll let us know how he does it. I'm gonna grill him. I'm gonna like grill him. Like
1: a tuna sandwich. about raid stuff? And then we're gonna talk politics and religion. Excellent.
0: No, we are not. No, I refuse.
3: Just I refuse a woman to send president on a unicorn on her...
1: You just can't see everybody's profile pictures here on Skype. But Lass, of course, being the noble person that he is, has a griffin. Oh, do I? I don't even know what my name is. <laughs> the House Griffin shield. Uh, Roxy has President Obama riding a unicorn in front of a rainbow. With <laughs> a rainbow
2: in the background.
1: <laughs> OJ has his Facebook profile picture, which is Mr. Bean dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow. Which is and by honest, the way, an avatar, by the way.
0: It's an awesome avatar? Yeah. I find it terrifying. <laughs> it reminds uh, me Hanks. of a certain person that left the guild, so. They had the same avatar, but it was Johnny Depp. It wasn't Oh,
2: awesome. oh. I know who you're talking, to. <laughs> you're talking. Now I'm gonna have to change my picture, Rocky.
0: No, don't change it. It's pretty funny. First time I saw it, I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> to I guess. Talo,
3: tell, tell us about yours. It's the Simpsons.
1: Is it? I you can't see. see mine.
3: Yeah, it's alien, alien dude. dude.
1: I believe mine is need two tickets movies. to Pearl Jam. One yeah. of the movies from the Simpsons with a sign that says "Alien dudes need two tickets to Pearl Jam." That's yep. the one. yeah well,
3: name of the character, though? I don't know his name. Jimbo. Not Jimbo. No. Jimbo.
0: Now, I will have to say that I just changed my picture today. It was the shield for the unicorn, so. But I just thought that was so funny. I was like, oh.
1: That's that's awesome. that, that picture is Jimbo Jones. Okay.
3: Oh, oh, man.
1: Well, that's it for
2: tonight, I think, unless anybody else says anything. <laughs> <like that. laughs> Which i actually... If you guys don't mind me adding, I thought I'd just throw in something about Firefall. They just had a recent patch and update and changed the way that uh, your skills do a little bit. But the big thing they added was armies or basically guilds. Um, and someone who did buy a Founders Pack, I don't, I'm don't, i hoping it's someone within us, did reserve the name New Outriders um, because it's when I went I- in and tried to reserve it, it wouldn't let me. And I'm I'm thinking it's Rallis. Um, Helios actually posted on the forums once the patch came out that he noticed it was taken too. So if anyone's reading and has that or knows who has that, um, we should tr- get that going even just so that we can get together. You know, Even if when the game comes out, we don't necessarily get a branch going unless that's kind of a faux pas. But
3: now My money's yeah. on Rallis because I seem to remember, now that you say that, I seem to remember him saying pretty early on that he and Zalis were in beta and, or in, maybe even in alpha, I'm not sure, but they were playing pretty, pretty early on and that he was hoping to grab the name.
2: Hmm.
1: That game is the betas that I've done. The game has been very fun. Um, OJ tipped me off to that patch, so I started downloading it. And it was like 4.4 4 gigs.
2: Yeah, it's, wow. it's a huge change. I, I
1: may have missed a couple in there, but it's a it's a big one either way.
2: They added actually well, crafting and that wasn't there before and stuff. So they the game's still developing, not just check. You know, this not just beta testing for glitches and bugs.
0: Well, before we leave, I I wanted to ask uh, O.J. about uh, Star Wars. And I know they had um, an experience boost weekend or something. Is that still going on? Will that happen again this weekend? Yeah, as far as I know,
2: the double experience, and I should have pulled Zaira and or Valak in here to talk about it a little bit since they are um, much more active on that. And they actually didn't join the Glue event, as far as I know, because they wanted to hit 50 on their characters in Star Wars, but yeah, from okay. starting Fridays and until 11.59 p.m. on Sundays, I think Pacific time, but I'm not sure, um, it's double experience for everything that you do on all your characters, and it doesn't use up your, like, basically your rested experience, um, oh, wow. and I went in last weekend and got one of my characters maybe six or seven levels in three hours or something, which wasn't too bad for being solo, but the two of them, Zaire and Valik, got almost 50 on two of their characters, went from like 40 to 45 in a matter of a few hours. I mean, the experience boost is extremely helpful. And as far as I know, it's every weekend up until Rise of the H- Hut Cartel comes out. Oh,
1: okay. yeah, so it should be uh, each of the next three weekends there should still be another one. Oh, that's good to awesome. know. Awesome.
0: Yeah, maybe I can get a character to 50.
1: Yeah, but then you have to get it to 55. What? Because the expansion will be out. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, God!
0: I'm not doing the expansion. That
1: defeated Psy is what I live for.
0: (laughs) That's because you're main. You're a sadist. I'm an
1: anti paladin.
2: Yeah.
0: You are.
2: I think the term we decided on last night was punk ass.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
1: right.
2: huh. Yeah, but you're that, too. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, everybody give me a Hail Nor, and we will sign off. Hail
2: Nor.
0: Hail Nor. Hail and Or. Hail Nor.